This is the Food Scientist Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Zajac. I am here with Danny Sussman. Hello, Amy Zajac. Hello, Brian Pierce. And greetings to the rest of the world. I know you're all here listening. Yes, watching. we also have Brian Pierce here, too. And hello to everyone that Danny missed. Yes. Both of you. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> We will have some news and experiences. Then we have some more uh, chips. Not really meat chips, but chips. New Pringles. New limited edition Pringles. Yeah. And uh, something new with Reese's. Peanut butter stuff. And popping candy. Kool-Aid popping candy. And I'm just going to jump in real quick. It's not new, but we are doing out of two very similar Reese's products. We're going to play our Who's the Evil Twin? Game. So yeah. Like, yeah. It's one of the one of them is hard to find and nameless. We can't figure out what it's called, but we'll get to that. Well, okay. New to me. <laughs> yeah. We, you know what, Amy? Every time uh, I find out you learn something, I'm like, wow, we're really educated. This podcast is really about Brian and Danny educate Amy. <laughs> yeah. No, the world, Danny. Mm. The world. Yeah. But Amy interacts with us like through talking. With that, we should go on to some news. We we have news. <laughs> we do have news. Okay. There's... So I'm just I'll, I'll I'm going to lead up to you, Danny. Here, but uh, okay. we are at the very beginning of November, mm-hmm. and you might think, okay, you know, definitely we're in the heart of holiday season. Let's talk about some of those holiday things. But we're already getting into Easter candy news for 2021. What I just. Mm-hmm. I just saw in uh, my grocery store fanatics group, one of the grocery store employees had pictures of all of their Christmas candy just hit the shelves today, which I guess so in the news cycle, it would make sense that now the Easter news is coming. But that seems like really far out, like five months out, maybe. Has there ever been Valentine's candy news? We had something. It wasn't that great, I guess, because I don't remember what it was. Yeah. There, there is Valentine's candy news sometimes, but yeah, it's not the same as Christmas or Halloween or Easter. Yeah. Uh, but Danny, I know you want to talk about one of the new M&Ms coming out, and I have a couple I did. Of yeah, just spoil everything else. Go for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, there is going to be a, well, you know, an Easter bunny candy. That's a normal thing. Sour mm-hmm. Patch is coming out with a white chocolate bunny filled with Sour Patch Kids. Ugh. That's going to be new. I don't. I mean, I feel like that's the Easter Bunny defending itself because everybody sees the little chocolate bunny and smashes its face and just like destroys it. At least I smash its face. Uh, I, but if you know that there were Sour Patch Kids inside, maybe you'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to leave this one alone. You're good, Bunny. You can live. Oh, and your white chocolate. I wouldn't want to eat you anyway. So, yeah. That's, that's okay. Like- Initially, I was picturing the Sour Patch Kids. Enmeshed in the white chocolate and not a hollow bunny filled with them. And that sounded worse. <laughs> Either way, that, that I call that like, yeah, that's yeah, this is a bunny that's be a solid bunny, but not too thick. Yeah. Yeah. Um there, I would eat the sour patch kids. Mm, yeah, I mean I'd eat the sour patch kids alone, but I'd rather not have it in white chocolate. Yeah. Or, or any chocolate for that matter. Uh there is a Two M&M's. Danny's going to talk about one of them, but there's going to be a new mystery mix eggs. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. 
It's going to be one package of M&Ms filled with peanut butter, uh, regular milk chocolate, and then double chocolate. And I don't know what double chocolate means. I was thinking maybe it's like the fudge brownie. Where it's like um, a softer chocolate in a regular chocolate? It could be. Yeah, we'll see. But right now, I don't really have information on that. But that's going to be one of the new M&Ms coming out Easter of 2021. I was very surprised that one of them wasn't peanut butter, but I think that's because that's going to be in the mixes. Right. No, that is in this mix. Well, peanut butter. You said, oh, yeah, it, yeah. at least a peanut. No, peanut butter, uh, milk chocolate, and double chocolate. Now, here's the thing about them, right? They're all white, right? They have no color. Ooh, if I remember my picture correctly. Um, The picture has pastel colors, but it's early, so that might not be. Right, but... It doesn't even matter what color they are, because if they're all the same size, you don't know what they are. It's not really like even the regular mix that they're coming out with is essentially a mystery. If they're all the same size, you have no idea anyway. But a peanut butter M&M is not the same size as a regular M&M. No. So they're maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. They have a new flavor coming out, too. That's my one little nugget of news that Brian has saved for me that I could have. My pittance of news is that uh, the one is that there is also a springtime M&M coming out that I think Brian gave this to me because he doesn't want to talk about it. Not really. You don't even want to, no, you don't even want to acknowledge that it's going to exist. I was going but, to, I'm happy to let you. Yeah, because I get joy out of making you make a sour face, which <laughs> I'm sure you will at the idea of key lime pie M&Ms. Yeah, that's got to, obviously, that, that would not make sense with regular chocolate. So if it's limey, yeah. But why would why would you want a key lime pie flavored M&M that's so, like, eh. I love key lime pie. But what's the best part of key lime pie? And I like lime with tequila. But the best part of key lime pie is the meringue, not the lime. Oh, the key meringue. lime pie is not lemon meringue. It's different. No, go go to Key West. Have the OG key lime pie. They just pile the meringue on top of that sucker, and that's the best part. Anyways, but I was thinking, there's not a lot of lime flavored candy. I mean, there there's the green Skittles and stuff, but in general, there's not like like you have lemon drops and lemon heads. A lot of lemon flavored stuff, but lime. I'm a little surprised that they've never made like a lemon or a lemonade M and M. Do oh, yeah, not lemonade. give them that idea. I'm just saying, like, the Pandora's box is open, so... I feel like this is very close to their just putting, making my trick-or-treat mix, which is the little bit of Skittles and a lot of M&Ms. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen right there. That is. <laughs> I have DQ news, but it's not ice cream news, so, of course, I get to talk about it. <laughs> they have a new loaded A1 Steakhouse burger. It's two patties with bacon and onion rings and a peppercorn sauce. And of course, A1, uh, A1 thick and hearty sauce with creamy peppercorn sauce. So two kinds of sauces. I'm, I'm going to straight up confess something right now. I've never tasted A1 steak sauce in my entire life. I've tasted it and it's not my favorite. What yeah, is your favorite? Same. Uh, like any other barbecue sauce. Is A1 steak sauce even barbecue sauce? No. It's a cousin. I would say it's a cousin. There's definitely Worcestershire in it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Because my feeling is that if your steak needs a sauce, it's a terrible steak. That's kind of where I am. I don't like a sauce on my steak. I like my rule, everyone. I'm rubbing off on all of you. I feel like uh, my favorite flavor of steak is steak flavored steak. Yeah. I, I think that I'll go one step further. I think that steak sauce should taste like steak. Because if you're like, you know what this needs is just like a little flavor of meat. If you had a sauce that you could just put on whatever. Well, I think they do have that. I think it's called gravy. Well, let's see, or au jus. Yeah. That that really interests me about this burger at Dairy Queen is you can get just a regular, or you can get a double with two patties, or you can get a triple. They're going full Wendy's. Three pieces of cheese, all that sauce, onion rings, bacon. It's like, wow, that's that's a lot. The default is two patties. If I were to get it, of course, I would get just one, but that's me. I'm the host. You're the host. We need to get back to flame burgers so we can get more, more pictures of Brian eating enormous burgers. Yeah, a pound of burger. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's a, a new month, so Dairy Queen, right now they're saying the blizzard of the month, and I was not expecting anything new, so this isn't a disappointment, but they're saying Snickerdoodle is the blizzard yeah. of the month. I'm a little shocked that they're not trying to say pumpkin pie. But, you know, it, it's just they're rotating their seasonal blizzards. Yeah. I'll actually lead me my for one of my food experiences. I did uh, try a new to me blizzard. I mean, it's not totally new, but I gave myself the royal treatment, okay. and I got the mint Oreo filled with hot fudge. Hmm. And it was uh, if you like chocolate and mint together, which I do, it was nice. You know, um, I did catch this Dairy Queen right before closing, and I it was clearly just me. And my blizzard order coming between um, this teenager and getting the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. And so basically what they did is uh, they made the blizzard. They hollowed out the hole where the the, you know, the royalty goes. And then they just dumped like as much hot fudge as they had left in the tank at the end of the night into it. And then, so like the top of it almost looked like um, an oil spill. Because there is so much fudge at the top. Um, uh, it was good, though, right? I mean, I like the Mint Oreo Blizzard. I feel like that's uh, underappreciated, a slightly neglected twist. I know you're not a mint fan, Brian, so it's yeah. not going to be for you. No. But the thing at the Mint Oreo is, what, so what you got is you got the mint in the ice cream, the chocolate from the fudge, and then just the texture from the Oreos. And I thought it came together really well. It was definitely like much more of a chocolate mint with a little crunch in there. Yeah, I, you know, I would, I'll say this. I don't think I'd hate it. It wouldn't be one that I would ever choose to order, but uh, yeah. I, would not, I would not hate it. It's a nice one when you have somebody who is like, you, you want to give them the royal treatment, but they're a little bit of a simpleton. Like they don't want something so complex as uh, some of our more ornate creations. So right? you're with Danny that you had to do this for no, it was just for my own thing. I was just like, I think actually in our um, in our Facebook group, which if you're not participating in our Facebook group, you should. Great conversation in there lately. Yeah, it's uh, been lively lately. But uh, I think it, I mentioned it somewhere in a post there. And I was like, I should follow through on this. That I had not yet done that. So I just did it that way. But 
if you're like, I want, I want to feel like royalty, but I'm still like a basic B uh, mint Oreo All with right. the hot fudge. Yep. Well, you got more experiences, unless you had more news or is that it for the news and keep with experiences? I'm good with this. I, I, I have an experience as well. I have an experience too, but that ties in with Danny. So you go, Brian. Yeah, you go, Brian. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, going from the uh, tag of being a basic B, uh, <laughs> McDonald's has cinnamon rolls and other new bakery items. Did you have that? I, I know that uh, in the chat, they were very excited when they were announced. Uh, yeah, so I, I did. The, I think it was a week ago Wednesday they came out, and I went that day just, you know, while I felt... you're a, you're, a, if nothing, if not a doorbuster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was warm. Not fresh, but warm. Warm? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was fine. It was fine. Um, I saw someone on the internet saying it was great, and I was like, I don't feel like you're a person I could trust. So it wasn't different from any any other cinnamon roll that you might find. Oh, just for comparison, the next day I went to a car dealership to get my oil changed, and they had a vending machine that had packaged cinnamon rolls for 50 cents. And I was like, that's probably about the same if I pop that in the microwave for a few seconds. So I, I didn't really feel like um, spending more than five times that amount was worth it to go to McDonald's for a cinnamon roll. But, hey, if you're there and you feel like a cinnamon roll – why not? All right. You know, they also have blueberry muffins and something else too. I want to say, but yeah, I'll I'll just let other. Yeah, people there was something else too. Uh, but I'm curious if the blueberry muffin is also warmed. Yeah, good question. I would think not, but who knows? Yeah. So uh, for Amy and I, and we'll we'll pull Brian into this too because I I do I love nothing if not driving dragging Brian through the mud. Uh, last week, I talked about my adventures in chicken gumbo soup and how there's incredible demand in the upper Midwest because of the spoon burger or uh, really chicken gumbo sloppy joe, which we we learned for 70 years, people have been using chicken gumbo soup, uh, ground beef, and a little bit of mustard to make sloppy joe that is apparently a, a fixture in their families for generations. And since I found this very hard to find soup, I made it. I offered it to Brian and Amy. Yeah, um, you know, I, I like a lot of things. Like there's very little I don't like, but you know, Sloppy Joe's is just one of those things. That I, I found it fascinating that I could be like, Brian, I have uh, one chip that has been dragged through ghost peppers and it is guaranteed to leave your digestive system actually on fire. And you would be like, that sounds awful, but I'll do it for attention. But Sloppy Joe, you're like, hard limit. Like, I, no, I am out on Sloppy Joe. It's not even Sloppy Joe with freaking ketchup in it. No, yeah, it wasn't saucy it's at all. Gum, it's chicken gumbo. It's soup yeah, Joe. It's mustard in it. But no, here's the thing. I'd be like, mm, you know, this is not that great. There wouldn't be a strong reaction. And I know some people no. think I, I like ham it up, but no, my reactions are legit and I wouldn't have a strong reaction to that. Oh, I, it would be a terrible food to eat on this podcast, but even like the intellectual curiosity that you were like, I'm out. So Amy and I are going to talk about yes. this chicken gumbo sloppy Joe, which I will say I side with the, like when you go to the Campbell's website and read the recipe reviews, it's like, 15 years of people saying I was raised on it. And one person says, 
the rice kind of makes it look like there's maggots in it. <laughs> it's I'm weird. with that person. I am with that person. It absolutely looks like there's maggots. It, in it. looks weird, especially when it's in a, a vacuum sealed. Yeah, bag. I vacuum sealed it. Uh, <laughs> Because I didn't know, I wanted Amy to be able to have that at her leisure. Um, what did you think of it, Amy? I uh, was surprised in two ways. One, well, it did taste better than I expected because chicken gumbo soup with sloppy Joe beef just sounded weird. I mean, not super weird. We've eaten weirder, but, you know. It's yeah. just <laughs> so better than expected, but still, you know. It wasn't a sloppy Joe to me. Like I said, it no, wasn't very saucy at all. I it's mean, not no, a sloppy Joe at all. It's like it's uh, like ground beef with gumbo seasoning and rice, but you couldn't even taste the gumbo seasoning. It was I I put it. It's very suitable to the Midwestern palate. I found it to be a little bland. I was thinking if I made it again, and I did find more cans of soup, so I might try to find a way to make this good because I also torture myself. I feel like actually the little ketchup or maybe like some hot sauce in it would help it. You need to make you need to put a little bit of something saucy in there, whether it's yeah, it, ketchup or, or something. Um, but yeah, the soup like it, it's definitely salty beef. Yeah, it's just like cooked ground beef with rice in it. It was it was huh. and some and some little bit of veggie. Yeah, it was it's fine. I don't understand why it is so in demand, but uh, my father is in New York, and he said that in our chat, he went to his Target. And when he, all of the slots for the soups, all full chicken gumbo, empty. Uh, I, as I travel the world, uh, which my world right now is very small, uh, I, I make a point to look at the shelves. Every place is out of chicken gumbo soup. I did find it in one other store besides my hidden one. Completely unrelated store, a different chain from where I found the one can. And when I looked at the bottom, they both had the same expiration date and all of the data on the bottom of the can was different, except for the th the time that it was packaged. Because, so it, they must make it like one day and the people up here, as soon as they find it, they buy all of it, so. I don't know, I'm just glad I didn't put it on bread. I just ate it by spoon because it would not have been a sloppy joe. No, it doesn't stick together. Maybe I made it wrong. But I followed the recipe. Oh, I'm sure you followed the recipe. You know how to cook. So that's uh, the spoon burgers, or also known as the super burger. I saw I called that, or the gumbo super burger. Um, I call it the hot mess. But we did it. We got to the bottom, and now I can sleep at night. Because <laughs> from the time I saw that sign limiting it, like my mind, I had to have the soup, and I had to know what this was about. Oh, wait. I, so that, I did not take a picture of the vacuum-sealed package. But I took it for I have another one if you'd like it. And Brian, I do have another vacuum sealed portion if you want to get in on this. Um, I, I, I'm busy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but. That's what it looked like in the, in the pan as I was cooking it. Yeah. But um, Brian won't have that. But you know what I bet Brian will have? The new Cajun fries Pringles. Yeah. I will. It's on the show. So I'll eat it. But should we do that right now? Yeah, let's go we for should. it. We should. A new, a new limited edition Pringle. Uh, Where the is Pringle this one? is playing the saxophone. Uh, it's in stores. I don't know. Well, sometimes it's exclusive to a specific yeah. store. I don't even remember what store I bought it in. I just saw it. And well, yeah, it's up got like it's a thing. little green fedora. It's wearing. Yeah, it's a jazz because it's Cajun. No, no, just, just you all think you know me. You don't know me. 
The, I had Cajun food this week, so I'm ready for this. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we need to talk about that experience? Well, um, there is a place that I tried for the first time because, you know, I'm still trying to support new places, new to yeah. places. Uh, it's called Crispy Crunchy Chicken. Danny, it's kind of, it's in, it's not that far from you. I guess it's probably the same distance for both of us, but um, I think it's a chain, but it's Cajun chicken. And? Um, it was good. Uh, not, not great, but I did get a side item of, Ooh, I'm not going to say it right. And I even speak a little French. Um, Boudin balls, B-O-U-D-A-I-N. Boudin. Yeah, that just means sausage. Okay. Well, okay. Well, it was like a um, hush puppy. You you had sausage balls? It it was like a hush puppy, but it had rice and bits of, actually, they said pork, not sausage. Probably pork, yeah. Yeah. Um, In it. And it was very good. But you'd have that, but not beef with bits of rice in it. It has to be fried into a ball. So if I batter and fry the chicken gumbo soup, sloppy Joe, then you'll eat it. But only if I charge you like $6. I got yeah, it. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. These Cajun <laughs> fry Pringles spell pretty much just like Pringles, but they sure don't look like they've got the red dust all over them. I think it's weird that it's a French fry flavored potato chip or crisp. All right, let's do this. That's weird. It does taste like a fry and not a chip. I mean, Pringle, Pringle, what did you do? It's not only a crisp, it's a crisp. (laughs) Yeah, going the full English here. uh, Yeah, that's interesting because a Pringle usually doesn't taste like a French fry. These taste like French fries with Cajun seasoning. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we like these? I think they're okay. Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. I wish they would just make a French fry Pringle. They're not my favorite. And my favorite Pringle is probably just the original Pringle. I appreciate that you headed us off. Yeah. Or tied with the jalapeno Pringle, which is very spicy. We also have the new beer cheese Lay's kettle cooked. I'm curious about the beer cheese chip. But I'm also very curious what happens if you take a Cajun fry yeah. and put it in the beer cheese. Is it beer so cheese now, or beer cheese soup? No, just, oh, it's just beer cheese. It's a dip. So I'm curious if these will taste more like beer or more like cheese. Yeah, I don't like how they smell. Like, I'm thinking cheese, but let's see. Oh. I don't like how they smell. Oh. Well, wait till you taste it. That's beer. That is beer. That's beer and cheese. But that's like cheese beer. It's not beer cheese, it's cheese beer. It's not like the dip or the soup. It's beer and cheese. It tastes like a bad night at the bar. It tastes like closing time. I have had beer cheese soup and, and it was okay, but this is not really okay. It tastes like it's, bad cheese. Not it tastes like bad, bad beer, worse. Kind of this not is ba- quite spoiled cheese. This is absolutely the dive bar took the cheapest beer they had and the cheese from the pump and they stirred them together. They took generic old Milwaukee and put it in this chip. And I'm going to try it. The, the like with cheap cheddar or uh, uh, um, a cream cheese. Equivalent. It's, it's the cheese from the pump. It's the pump cheese. Yeah. Nacho cheese. It's not nacho cheese. It's no. 
I'm being, having that with my oh, with my uh, Cajun fry. They're being asked if they smell like stinky feet. They don't really smell like anything. I didn't think. Oh, they smell bad. Mix them all together. Mix the Pringle and the beer cheese. Chris, now that I've smelled it about ten times, I don't have the smell anymore. I need to smell something else. <laughs> and I need to stop eating them. My goodness. Do you have them both together there, Brian? It's just a mess. You trying to make a cheesy fry taste or something? Yeah, the Cajun fry and the beer cheese. If you were at a bar and they gave you, a, if you had a beer cheese dipping sauce and Cajun fries, you would at some point dip one into the other and be like, wow, this tastes like neither. Yeah, no. So that's I would, not, I would rather eat the Cajun fry Pringles than the beer cheese Lay's. Yeah, Maybe that's kind does of like me. stinky feet. It might kind of smell like stinky feet. Yeah, we had a question in the chat. Does it smell like stinky feet? No. It, it tastes like bad potato chip. And it's weird. I was thinking that this one was maybe going over well because I I just saw it in like the smaller snack size bag too. No. So no. yeah, thumbs up on the Cajun fries. Uh, barf up uh, the, the beer cheese. Yeah. Shall we move on to something better? Yes. yes. Oh, We've got the Reese's unnamed It's our new thing. segment. It's our new segment. Which is the Evil Twin, classic Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, or Reese's Bars, I guess, filled with Reese's Peanut Butter. So just realized they don't have a name. Yeah. yeah. We were trying to figure out what you would call these. It just says milk chocolate Reese's filled with Reese's Peanut Butter. And it's an XL, extra large. Yeah. But yeah and the, the peanut butter cups are very clear that they're peanut butter cups. But this By is, the way, this is four servings, the bar. Uh, four for you. Yeah. Remember those nutrition labels? I love it. And they tell you how to open it. Look, it says hold here. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's more, right? You have, uh, on that side, pull and lift. And then when you pull and lift that spot, yes. it hold here. Are we going with the new one first? Yeah. Uh, I guess so. Okay. I'm going with the bar first. The bar. Or new, yeah. So have you ever had these, Brian? Yes. You do not I, have as much peanut butter as a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's what I was trying to say, because the ratio is the key to everything. Mm -hmm. And the thing about this is that you do get a lot of segments of it. And each segment is pretty filled. It says Reese's on each one. So they it does the peanut butter does go through the whole thing. Mm. I've never had these before, but I feel like they're very comparable to a peanut butter cup. Mm. You're gonna you're gonna see how wrong you are when you have a classic. This is pretty good. Agree. All right, but let's go on to a classic peanut butter cup. I do like that I could make that one last longer if I wanted to. I couldn't. I didn't say, I said if I wanted to. I didn't say I would. I couldn't even want to. The peanut butter cup package does not tell you how to open it. Peanut butter cup is a standard peanut butter cup. But get ready to taste perfection. Yeah. 
So like, here's the thing, the ratio on the bar is off. It's too much chocolate compared to peanut butter. So while peanut butter does go through the whole, you know, thing, you're not getting nearly as much in the ratio. And there's a question in the chat about the bar. Is it like the Reese's sticks? No, because the only ingredients in this are peanut butter and chocolate. The Reese's sticks have wafers in them. Like right. This is like ingredient wise, the same as a peanut butter cup, but the shape and proportions differ. So my mind is made up on which one is the evil twin. The Reese's bar is the evil twin because you don't get as much peanut butter. If it right. didn't have the connecting bits between each segment, that's where the excess chocolate comes from on the mm -hmm. because each segment itself is pretty filled. I am gonna say that um I liked a little bit of chocolate more. Amy, you're the tiebreaker. Oh no. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can't really go wrong with either one of these. That's true. But it's hard to be evil twin when they're both pretty good, but I think I'm I do. Yeah, go ahead, Amy. I think I'm going to give the win to the peanut butter cup. I mean, if you like peanut butter, that's where you're going. Absolutely. And because both of these would lose to the Reese's egg found at Easter time. Well, yeah, <laughs> because that has the most peanut butter bang for your buck. If you're trying to pretend to be healthy, though, give the bar a shot because you could break this up into 12 pieces and make it last throughout the day. Where were the peanut butter cups? Well, going to make it last throughout the day. I just said, if you're trying to be healthy, like, let me, I'm trying to think how to translate that to Brian's world. If you've lost all sense of sanity, you could have a piece of, one piece of this per hour. Well, I was going to say, the, the other thing with the bar, it might discourage sharing because even though you can break off the pieces, you got to touch them more to share. Whereas the peanut butter cup, you don't have to, you can just. Who is sharing their peanut butter cups? No one should be. I mean, and how do you even share peanut butter cups? Like, well, you give them one. Give... There are two in a. Yeah, yeah, who would you? Yeah, but. Yeah, no, like. But that's that share. It, to me, you're not sharing with a group. You're just right. giving, you're giving some person a. No, uh, I wasn't sharing cup. with the group, but like if I'm with and a friend and I fingered this up to break it off, they might not want it. Whereas yeah, this, they can just slide out. That, I'll tell you what. You have to be a very, very special friend for me to share one of my peanut butter cups. Yeah. Like, like there better be some big time benefits if I'm sharing my PB cup. No, no, no. If you are expecting me to share one of my peanut butter cups, we are not friends. You do not know me. You're Mariah Carey to me. I may not expect you to share it, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't ask. Well, don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> don't ask her. This, this show, everything is done. You know what we're going to do now, Brian? We're gonna follow Amy around until she but we see her buy peanut butter cups, and then we're gonna take one of them from her when she offers, and then she'll then she'll come around to the never offer again. <laughs> yep, she will. Well, if you're like, trying to be healthy, you will share. I had a colleague who uh, we had a, our boss would bring in donuts on Monday morning, and there was always one apple fritter in the box, and he had this thing where he would take the apple fritter and cut it in half and take half the apple fritter. But then in the afternoon, he would generally go back and get the other half. So I made it Nobody a point. else took the half? Oh, no, no, no. I did. I okay. made it a point. If I saw that half of an apple fritter, I took it and ate it. And then he'd be like, oh, my God, what happened to the other half of the apple fritter? I'm like, you wanted the whole thing. You should have taken the whole thing. 
sometimes you got to learn a lesson. Right, because uh, if you want to eat it half now, half later, bring the whole thing with you, cut yeah. it at your desk. Like, if you're going to play that, oh, I'm only going to eat half game, you're only going to eat half. I'll make sure of it. Apple fritters are huge. I would cut it in half. Yeah, but if you're going to come back for the second half, if you think you're going to leave a half because it'll be there later, not with me around, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Well, we got... My thought on that is there's enough division in this country. We don't need more with cutting our desserts in half. Agree. But we can move on to Kool-Aid. Popping candy. This is an interesting brand. I've never known Kool-Aid to make anything other than Kool-Aid. Yeah. And apparently it's been around for a long time. Really? Yeah, it's not new. Now the packaging on these is very interesting. It's almost like a pyramid. That makes it easier to pour than those flat packets, I would think. Yeah, it's a pouch. Usually seen with sour cream and melting cheese. <laughs> Sorry. But that's true. I usually, if you, yeah. What flavor are we starting with? I see Brian has well, cherry. I have a red one, so let's go with the red. That's okay. cherry. cherry I'm red at. is cherry. And the pouring is just to pour it right into your face, right? I would assume so. That's what I'm going to do. Jeez. I can't open it. I'm getting scissors. There we go. Oh, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in my mouth. It is making a crazy sound in my face. And that is a strong cherry flavor. This is very loud in my mouth right now. And we are right now, for those of you who are not on YouTube, the sexiest YouTube channel alive as we all <laughs> yeah. hold our open mouths to microphones to try to share the experience. I mean, there is a lot of action going on in our mouths right now. Yeah. That cherry that was is a lot. a Kool-Aid flavor. That was a very sour cherry. I initially got the, the taste of like the Kool-Aid powder before things went I'm going for popping. the tropical punch. <laughs> Right. Okay. Lindley, it has been around for years, but we have not yet reviewed it, and so I here we are. I've never heard of them until we talked about them for the show. Ooh. This is a very different flavor from regular Pop Rocks. The Tropical Punch is very Tropical Punch. Whoa, like a Hawaiian is. punch. Whoa. We're getting our Brian face. That makes me happy. Hopefully you saved some of your Reese's cups and didn't eat all of them. Barely. I have a half a bite left. Well, he, he probably has some of the Reese's bar left. That'll have to, you know. This almost tastes like laundry detergent. Mm -mm. Tastes like tropical punch to me. It's just, it tastes, it tastes like, like Hawaiian punch exploding in my mouth. I kind of like these. I could like I love popping candy, so I'm all about this. Grape. Yeah, popping candy on its own is fine. Put it in things. I will. Oh, hate. the smell of the grape is strong. I had my popping friend. candy on chicken wings. There's a place in Spokane known for it. They run featured on some Food Network shows. Mm. These are very distinctive flavors. Yes, they are. I appreciate that about them. Mm. I know also, my favorite. 
There's a lot of popping sound happening here. I stopped I like, hearing the popping sound. I'm just eating. I feel like I'm going to have popping sound in my face the rest of today. And there's three flavors, Amy. You said you know your favorite. Mm -hmm. But do you know which one you would F, which one you would M, and which one you would K? Oh, we're going to play FMK with food? Frolic I know. What, a, what an idea. Wow. I, I could go. Yeah, I could do this. Let me finish. Let's do this. I am going to marry the grape. I love fake grape flavored things, this included. The, you know, the strong purple color, whether it be a spree, a Skittle, a Popsicle, Kool-Aid. I'm down with the purple. And the, this lives true with the popping candy. Yum, yum, yum. I'm going to frolic with the cherry because that's always almost tied with grape for me. But with the popping candies, it comes in just a little bit lower. Um, but I might frolic with it a few times. It's not a one and done thing. It's no beer cheese chip. No. And that means I'm killing the tropical punch because while it was tropical punchy, I just love the grape and cherry so much. So that's the loser. It's just got to, it's got to go. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready to go next year. Okay, go for it. Uh, I agree with that, Amy. The tropical punch, it just, it doesn't hold a candle to the other ones. And if you told me this was the Tide Pod Challenge in popping candy form, I would believe you. So I didn't I didn't care for this one at all, so it can die as far as I'm concerned. I'm actually having a moment of self-discovery for me. Oh gosh. Yeah, this, this is, is a very therapeutic episode here. Uh, I grew up loving grape. I've mm -hmm. always said that purple is my favorite flavor. Uh, I fully uh, anticipated marrying the grape. Oh no. But I'm learning that my love for it is more carnal and less pure than I thought. Oh and no. I want to devour them up and have a good old frolic. <laughs> and I want it to be a recurring frolic thing. Okay. Here. I don't want a commitment though. I just want that raw passion. Mm -hmm. The grape, you know? So um, yeah, I'm gonna frolic with that. And the cherry, like, you know, let's get that popping cherry, you know, going on in my mouth there anytime because I wanna marry it. Uh, that that's It's a classic, classic flavor, solid. It, you know, the cherry makes me think of childhood more for some reason. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's traditional. Yeah, I, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think how to make this family friendly. Uh oh. So I'm gonna punt and wait as I yeah. ponder this. Come on, Brian said popping cherry. I know. Oh, believe me, that's the thing is, is that mine is gonna be bloody because I'm gonna pop the cherry. I'm killing it. Oh no. I know. I did not. It was too much for me. Wow. I, I it was not my favorite at all. I didn't. I it was. I mean, they're all fine. I enjoy all of them, but um, the cherry. Sorry, you're left dead. Um, I also, I do, my favorite flavor is purple, one of them. Mm -hmm. Like I love grape soda, right? Purple, I, I also have a fondness for uh, fake peach, but that's not an option here. So I'm left between the, the grape and the tropical punch. Um, I love Tahitian treat. Like that Hawaiian punch, tropical punch, totally um, 
fake fruit punch flavor. I do love it. Uh, I almost married it, but then I was like, a tropical punch doesn't seem like something you do all the time. It seems like something that happens on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like there I was on vacation. I had a tropical punch. You know what I mean? So that became a frolic. And uh, I'm marrying the grape. All right. And I got through my whole uh, bloody mess of the murder. You did. Somewhat PG. Yeah. It, it's kid friendly. Uh, and just don't ask your parents why Danny was conflicted about that. Yeah, I don't know if it's mother approved, but it's kid friendly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> On that note. On that note. Hey, before we wrap up, it is the beginning of November. Go out and get that clearance Halloween candy. If you want, if you uh, know where I live, go to the end of my walkway. I think uh, there's still some candy left over from last night that I left out. I, I may or may not have gone for a walk in my neighborhood last night. Just, just. <laughs> well, I um. Not a mask. Put, Nobody knows how old you are. I I put out uh, Skittles and Starburst. And then um, this Mexican candy made by Bimbo that was like little, uh, it looks like a clown on a stick, like the wrapper. So I have, so it's clowns, but then it's just like a fake chocolate covered marshmallow with a face on it. But I figured I'd put it in like a trunk that you could open. And so there's some clowns in there to make it a little bit of a, a trick. And then Skittles and Starburst, because I always put out stuff that I won't burge on myself. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Yeah. Like you might fill it with peanut butter cups and they're all left over. Like you would just find me dead on the floor. Or Snickers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not a chance. So I, chance. I give out undesirable candy for my own protection. That works. And on that note, we'll say goodbye to the podcast and thank you for listening. Go get, go get your Bye podcast. Candy. We've missed you so <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Write us. Yes. We're going to miss you. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>